Here they come! Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average or duff. I'm your host Eric Moore and today I'm flying solo. The reason I'm flying solo is there are going to be some sequences that are really rather short and therefore don't warrant an awful lot of discussion and therefore don't really warrant a co-host. And this is the first one. And the sequence is the alien attack from the 1958 film The Trollingberg Terror, or as it was known in America, The Crawling Eye. It's a classic example of uh, 50s British science fiction, and is actually a remake uh, of a sadly now lost six-part English TV drama, which was made in 1956. Such a shame that it's gone. I don't think there are even any stills, um, which is a real shame, because I'd love to have seen what the aliens look like in that version. Anyway, it's set on a fictitious mountain in Switzerland, uh, the Trollenberg, where a number of mysterious deaths have occurred. Eventually, through the film, we learn that the culprits are huge, tentacled, one-eyed blobs who hide in a radioactive cloud at the top of the mountain, which occasionally drifts down to terrorise the residents in a ski resort. The climax of the film, and the subject of this episode, is the aliens' attack on on a research base, also up the mountain, um, where they dispense with the cloud and attack en masse. If you have never seen the film, I I really do urge you to do so. It is a terrific film. Um, Really quite eerie all the way through, um, as you don't really see the aliens at all until the end. It really is a fantastic sequence obviously using two t- two sizes of the aliens. There's the, a larger one for the close-ups and a smaller one for the long shots or where you see more than one together. It makes for a, a fantastically creepy scene as they inch up towards the research base. Um, here's a clip. creepy was that? Again, another example of where the audio meshes so well with the visuals. In this case, this horrible moaning, panting noise. It really is quite eerie, isn't it? And works so well with the actual look of the aliens. And the aliens, I think, even today, are are pretty horrific looking. Helped a great deal, I think, by the fact that the film was filmed in black and white. Um, I think if the film had been filmed in colour, like the blob, which came out the same year, I don't think it would have been anywhere near uh, 
as uh, striking. And over the top of that as well, you have a very Forbidden Planet style music track. And all these three things uh, combine together to really make it a very, very memorable sequence. Okay, so how did they go about it? Um, the they being special effects legend Les Bowie. Unfortunately, there doesn't seem to be any documented evidence existing on how the aliens were actually created. There's been some stabs at it. Uh, people have been trying to make educated guesses, um, knowing what Les Bowie and his team would have had in the way of materials, and also what Les Bowie's methods were at the time. One theory for the uh, close-up aliens was the body was made from rubber with a glass eye in the center covered in glycerine to make it quite icky. Um, but he also had used animal entrails for the Quatermass experiment and people are thinking that he may have done so here. Um, and some people actually think he might, if he did that, he might have actually used a real animal's eye. Personally, no. I, I don't I don't get it. Um, if you look at the film and you see the close-up of the aliens, they, they are actually internally lit. There is a, there's a light source coming from inside. Now you're not going to get that um, from rubber, and I don't think you get much in the way of uh, light emission from any part of an of an animal. So I don't think so. To me, it looks more like um, um, some sort of framework with some opaque material over the top of it. I also don't think it's a real animal's eye. I think it's an artificial eye. Um, maybe mounted on a rod um, behind it and maybe you had a puppeteer or something with his arm up inside the alien operating the eye from inside. Whatever they did for it, it, it looks fantastic. Um, the, the rapid movement backwards and forwards of that eye in close-up is, is really quite unsettling. Um, for the longer shot um, aliens they're not so convincing and um, again they're thinking maybe uh, a rubberized ball um, with pipe cleaner arms and arms moved by wires I don't know about the pipe cleaner arm bit but uh, yeah I can believe in the wire bit um, but again I don't think it's a rubberized ball I guess it adds to the mystique that uh, Nobody knows just how these aliens were created, but I'd be fascinated to know just how they um, created the effects on, I'm guessing, quite a small budget, particularly as um, a couple of decades later, on a much bigger budget, Ridley Scott's effects crew were using a very similar um, method um, on Alien, where they were putting Nottingham lace on the top of the facehugger's egg, and then we had the oysters and whatnot, in the facehugger autopsy scene. One more thing to do and that's to give it a rating. Um, I've been having to think about this. There's some fantastic um, design elements going on. There is fantastic sound but also in a couple of places yes you can see wires and there's uh, it's evident um, that there's problems with scaling. Um, but balancing the two up I'm coming up with a 7 out of 10 I think. Yeah, that's fair. All right, that's me done. Um, as ever, if you would like to join us over on the Facebook page and the Instagram page um, to contribute, tell us what you think. Um, that'd be great. 
Um, and uh, stay tuned. We'll be back soon. Thanks, then. Bye-bye.